Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Do you go on retreat? A lot of Practicing Catholics do regularly, but I know many of us do not. Being that it's a summertime and a retreat is like a spiritual vacation, we thought it would be a good time to talk about getting away with God. Joining us today is Bob Beck, Director of Marketing and Operations at Franciscan Retreats located in Prior Lake. Thanks for joining us, Bob. Yeah, my pleasure. Good morning to you, too. Well, now, it is summer vacation, as I said, Bob, but uh, there is a difference between a vacation and a retreat, right? So what just outline for us, what are we actually doing when we go on retreat? Retreat is a purposeful time set aside, like you say, as opposed to vacation, Patrick, where you're going to set aside the busyness of the world including all those good things that make up our days and weeks and lives. But to set that aside purposely for a, a weekend to just spend time growing your faith, exploring your faith, spend time with the Lord. And sometimes it's a very not a very active thing at all, but you're just there spending time with the Lord. It, it's kind of like if you had a good friend that you would text a lot, maybe call once in a while briefly just to check in. But if that truly was a good friend of yours that was very important in your life, you'd want to at some point spend more than just a, a moment or two texting with that person. You want to spend a weekend, maybe even a long weekend somewhere to get away and just see see what's going on with them and they can see what's going on with you. I love the analogy that way, Bob. That really connects with me because I was my next question was going to be, well, what about that? Why, why can't I just find some peaceful, quiet place in my own home or yard or garden or something like that and spend a few moments in prayer? But uh, yeah, I, so there is an importance about going away to be on retreat with God. Yes, there is, Patrick. All those things you mentioned are good and great and wonderful to work into our, our daily faith walk. However, as we know, there are so many distractions around home, uh, a favorite park, whatever, that at, that's one thing a retreat center, most retreat centers can guarantee you is space. Space mm -hmm. just to have a 36 or 60-hour block of time, depending on what length of retreat you choose, where you don't have to worry about these distractions. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about... Uh, the phone ringing, something small or large breaking around your house, uh, someone popping by, even with good intentions to chat for a while, this time is just set aside for you to, to really recharge mentally, spiritually, and physically. So mm -hmm. that's the benefit of going away. In fact, sometimes people that are real close to the retreat centers have trouble on these retreats because they, they fi figure, well, my house is only five minutes away. And maybe I should change the sprinkler or turn the sprinkler on that dry patch of my lawn or something or let the cat out, the dog out or whatever. Right, but right. People come to retreat centers from several states away. I think perhaps oftentimes their experience is deeper when they do travel a while to get there because now mm. they feel like they're totally in this new space that's been created for them. That's a great point. Yeah, I can I can understand that. You uh, you don't have quite the temptation to run back home and take care of things there. Well, tell us, speaking of people who are close to the retreat center, Bob, tell us about your own journey with retreats. How did you get involved with Franciscan Retreats and Spirituality Center? I started as a volunteer. My father-in-law was a, a groundskeeper there, and he needed help removing buckthorn 
from the woods, uh, which is a, yep. a nasty invasive tree species. I know the fight. Yep. So yeah, it's ongoing. So that's how I heard about the retreat center. My wife and I went out there and volunteered for that. Then uh, little by little, we volunteered working on redoing some of the rooms and modernizing them and putting new furniture in some of the individual retreat rooms. There's 58 out there, 58 rooms. And then I just, well, my father-in-law actually invited me to attend a men's retreat in December and then uh, was off and running from that. Hmm. So a, a large part of this is word of mouth. And we ha we use a lot of modern techniques to reach people where they're at. But the word of mouth is still tough to beat. When one person goes to a friend or a family member and say, hey, I had a wonderful time at this retreat. I go to it every year, once a year. It just recharges my soul. It's my spiritual booster shot. I think you'd like it too. Oh, I like that spiritual booster shot. And I can I can definitely appreciate word of mouth. I think I found out about most of my, at least in my Catholic life, most of my retreat centers specifically by people saying, hey, have you ever checked this out before? Come and, and partake of it. And are you still an active retreatant as well as all the uh, all the people that, all the things that you do there for Franciscan retreats and spirituality center? Or do you still go on retreats? Yeah, good question, Patrick. Uh, yes, I am. Uh my wife and I are what's called captains of the February married couples retreat. Uh -huh. And the captain is just somebody that calls past retreatants, checked in with them and see how their experience was, share the new yearly theme with them. Here's what we're going to be talking about this year. and Here's what the four talk titles are and inviting them to come again. So okay. we enjoy that and meet a lot of really nice people and, it, these retreats are great for taking people that you've kind of known on the periphery. Maybe you see them briefly at mass or something. I'd say hi once in a while. But if you think, I'd like to get to know that person better, uh, inviting mm -hmm. them to one of these retreats is a great step for doing that. And even if people mm -hmm. don't accept, they almost always appreciate being asked personally like that. Yeah. Now, I know there's many different kinds of uh, retreats to go on, Bob. We're speaking with Bob Beck, uh, who is uh, he, he's the director of marketing and operations at Franciscan Retreats located in Prior Lake. And, Bob, I know there's, you know, there's day-long retreats, there's three-day weekend retreats, there's uh, longer retreats, there's silent retreats, there's talking retreats, there's conference retreats, that sort of thing. So at there at Franciscan Retreats, so what would people encounter there? What kind of retreats do you offer there? We offer retreats just for men, just for women. Then married couples retreats, like I mentioned, and those aren't yep. retreats where you really work on your marriage. They're more like a retreat where if a couple wants to hear this yearly theme together, they can come at the same time. And on those, we like to say regarding marriage that they're not a marriage retreat that's specifically set up for healing, but often healing does occur just because the space has been created and you have this free time to talk between each other and the spirits at work in that place. So men's retreats, women's retreats, and then silent weekends, which have an extra day on them. So you're there for three nights on a silent retreat. That was okay. based on the request of retreatants saying that when they want to enjoy silence, they almost need a full day to 
turn the volume down on all the noise in their lives. And then once they feel they've done that, now they can enjoy the retreat. So those have been very popular. Those are open to men and women. Okay. And then we've got serenity retreats for people in recovery, a retreat for those in grief. There's, uh, and then we're adding a family retreat this October too. So wish us luck on that. But wow, we're yeah. To, yeah, we're starting to see some shape uh, on what the structure is going to look like for that. It's over MEA weekend. So I, I think that'll go over pretty well too. All right. So now I have to ask you because you've set it up so well with all these different <laughs> types of retreats. How do people find out more? I mean, what's what's your website? FranciscanRetreats.net. So it's net, not com, and you need to have make sure that S is on the end of the word retreats. Okay, franciscanretreats.net. All right, we'll make sure and repeat that before we, we say goodbye to you, franciscanretreats.net. And uh, it looks like, I'm just perusing your website now, that I, it looks like there's all sorts of great information about what people can expect when they come out for a retreat and even about how to prepare. So how would you suggest people prepare, whether it's at Franciscan or somewhere else, how would you suggest people prepare to go on retreat? Let people around them know that they're going to be away and out of the loop for a weekend or three days if it's a silent retreat. And start to maybe increase your prayer life a little bit leading up to it. Uh, pray to the Spirit that uh, what the Spirit wants revealed to you in your life will be revealed. And... That's about it. You don't have to really ramp up your spiritual reading or, or whatnot. That all takes place gradually as the layers of the onion unfold during the retreat itself. Sure. So that, that's yeah. another beautiful thing about the retreats. They have a lovely structure to them. There, there's a wonderful blend of scheduled time to open time where you've got a little structure. So you're going to be learning, getting educated learning about saints and amazing things that they did or have done. And, and then you're going to have time to write a few notes about it afterwards, go hiking on a trail, uh, do some spiritual reading, or just go crash in your room if that's what you really need that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to admit, uh, well, yep, I have to admit that uh, when I go on retreat, obviously there's uh, there are some times, especially early on in a retreat, where I find my bed is my constant prayer partner. <laughs> well, it so. is, and that's what people need sometimes the most, permission to yeah. do that. And our directors, and I think most retreat directors, are real good about letting people know up front that if you're on a roll in your room, you're writing notes about some wonderful conference talk you just heard, and it's hitting home deeply for you, but then the bell rings that there's another event going on on the schedule. It, if you're on that roll in your room, feel free just to stick with that, skip that event, t hmm. take your time to finish what you're doing there rest if that's all you need just just catch up on your rest so once you have that permission it's it's a wonderful feeling that you really know you're going to recharge physically too on that retreat because you you uh, will be getting the whatever you need for your soul for that weekend okay yeah very good well, and and that's the that's the point. That's the focus is really getting away with God, getting what you need from the Lord, and and telling Him what you need to tell Him and talk to Him about what uh, what you need to talk with Him about. What are some of the signs that one might be in need of retreat, Bob? What would you say is a good candidate for a retreat? That's a great question, Patrick. 
when your attention span is short and you're jumping around from focusing on one thing to another to another and you're doing all three of those things poorly, when you're short-tempered, when you honestly, it's when you just don't have time. <laughs> it's probably a real good indicator that you might it might be the perfect time to go on a retreat. A, a lot of people say that these retreats bring out the best in themselves. Uh, they walk in, and I've experienced this even as an employee. You walk in on Friday night of a retreat, maybe your shoulders are kind of hunched, you're beat up, you know, you're thinking of canceling this thing because you just don't have time for one more full weekend to go do something like this. But you're here, you made it, and you come dragging in. And then as the retreat unfolds, all these wonderful things happen, often at unexpected times on the retreat, too. It's not all on the scheduled uh, events during the retreat. Right. But little by little through the weekend, you recharge your batteries. And we see it all the time, people coming out with much more bounce in their step than when they walked mm -hmm. in. Yeah, I love the I love the thought that uh, if you're in a position where you say there's no way I'm too busy I can't go on retreat right now that might be exactly the sign that you are in need of a retreat. Some good words to live by, and grateful for all that you do there with Franciscan Retreats and Spirituality Center. There, Bob, thank you for your work there. Thank you for helping Catholics discover the. Discover the real rich value in taking a retreat as you've been with us here on Practicing Catholic. God bless you, Bob. Can keep up the good work. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, it's been my pleasure, and God bless you and the work you do out there. Thank you. For more information about opportunities with the Franciscans in Prior Lake, just go to franciscanretreats.net. <laughs> 